if the org culture supports people to pursue passions beyond work when a comic which i love when they don't end up doing well uh that does break my heart it's very easy to put out five pieces of content but when you get to a 50 you do not just learn a lot about the kind of content which works or even whether it will find a certain resonance or not but you also learn a lot about yourself i think they will do a greater job in fishing out all the mediocre artists if you are mediocre you have to up your game otherwise al is going definitely going to replace you there is infinite knowledge in the world the issue is in the existence of knowledge at a fingertip i think the issue is in the intent itself Hello Shubham welcome to the Bohemian Project podcast you know this is a place uh, Shubham where i get a chance to celebrate people who have figured out their niche right their passion and you are one such person you have this unheard of combination where you are happy in your corporate life uh, you have talked about this multiple times you you are happy in your 9 to 5 and outside your 9 to 5 you take digs at corporate work culture via your web comics and i believe everyone in your companies knows about that that as well right That's correct yes so uh, i want to understand how that dynamic works out in your office ki last night the yaar maine boss ka mazak banaya tha and aaj mujhe usi ke sath meeting mein jana hai so how does that dynamic works up yeah so uh, first of all let me just correct you a little i don't think anybody is happy in a corporate 9 to 5 okay uh, <laughs> uh, i mean one may uh, say that uh, you know they're still doing the work which they enjoy to some extent but i do think uh, you know the work culture uh, at the end of the day after a few years does start getting to you right so uh, am i content am i happy with the money i'm making with the work i do absolutely but uh, if given an option uh, would i be doing uh, nothing at all instead of going to the same workplace and doing a night to five absolutely why not who wouldn't right so uh, <laughs> but yeah uh, coming back to the question uh, see it's actually been fairly easy and i think it's also uh, because of the good fortune of having you know great bosses especially since i started doing these comics right um, in the last say 4 to 5 years when i've been doing these uh, i've had different bosses uh, you know in fact in my previous job i had uh, i think what 6 to 7 bosses in a very short tenure they kept changing for some reason and uh, in my this job of course uh, across uh, all the bosses they've all known about these comics in fact if anything they've all been very very encouraging uh, mm, they want that's, that's about, nice yeah in fact uh, one uh, i mean i i don't know to what extent but i do also think that uh, uh, my present job which i took on about a year ago uh, my comics actually had a role to play in getting me the job as well because uh, you know this is something which earlier used to be uh just a hobby i would call out but now since the page has grown to a certain extent it also does stand out and it also ha- helps you and your cv and you as a person stand out compared to other candidates as well right so uh i remember when i joined this workplace my boss was very happily talking about it uh, in my introduction uh, to everybody who he introduced me to uh, in the team right so um in that sense fun i think it's got to do a lot with great bosses who are uh, supporting enough to uh take jokes uh quite often a lot of them also know that it's not about them right so there may be jokes i make about bosses which may not be directed at them at all because i've been working now for about 13 years right i've had enough experiences and uh, i'm not saying i've never had bad bosses i have uh, you know earlier 
in my career i've had uh, you know bad bosses as well and therefore there are enough experiences which i can pick from them uh, it doesn't directly have to do with my day to day um having said that i'm a boss myself right sometimes i also yeah i mean i, I have a largest team and i try to sometimes keep myself in the you know shoes of my team and wonder what they would be thinking when i sort of give them a certain feedback or when i reacted a certain way right and uh, that also sometimes helps which uh, i think in a way it's it's not just making a fun at my boss or his boss or, or the bosses at large in, in a way it's also you know about making fun at yourself and and you know that helps you sort of understand uh, and appreciate you know the other boss as well therefore equally right and it's not just about having good bosses it's also about the work culture that you have in your current organization or all it says more about the hr department in general than it says about your boss and how he introduces you that's true actually i do fully agree i do think um, uh, you know if the org culture supports people first to be able to pursue passions beyond work and two to also be able to you know laugh at the idiosyncrasies and and those peculiarities of the workplace because uh, you know there's one very interesting thing which one of my bosses had said to me uh, she was one of the first bosses who got to know that I do these comics roughly about 3 and a half 4 years ago right and uh, uh, once after she got to know uh, in one of my one on ones i asked her hey you know i'm a little conscious to be honest since you gotten to know because uh, every time i put a comic about a boss it may not be directed at you but i just wonder how you'd be thinking and therefore it sort of made me a little guarded and she told me uh, shubham we all have bosses right so right uh, you, know, <laughs> right. you, you think that i am looking at it from a boss perspective but you know i have my boss as well so you don't know how relatable i could be finding it too so that sort of helped me let my guard down a little from there on mm. just to go a little bit off topic how did she find out did someone like did some colleague send it to her imagining ki yaar aap aaj to iski lagne wali hai not really actually to be honest uh, i walked into it i uh, in a way told the team myself um, at that time the page wasn't too big uh, right so in one of those typical uh, sessions where you talk about what your interests are beyond work i just ended up uh, mentioning that i do comics uh, then of course you know from one person to the other word spread Uh, i was at that time a little hesitant to really just send the profile out and you know uh, very actively promote it within my organization but since my team got to know and that was that felt like a very safe space uh, then you know i realized how that is pretty much the org culture and then of course from there on the org got to know and then i figured that you know the bosses could be okay with it um, and the team uh, the departments i make fun of could be okay with taking a joke and from there on i've then at least in the org not kept it a secret i don't want them to discover it through any other source but myself i've actually started putting it uh, you know in my cv i very actively mention it uh, as i said in the interview i had for the last role you know which i moved to i very actively talked about it because it's better that they know about it before i'm in it uh, and take it as it is instead of uh, you know them discovering yeah, later in the interview it's good for their pr as well well uh, to be honest uh, uh, you know i uh, like uh, i was mentioning uh, earlier uh, i try to keep my workplace a secret so which is where quite often uh, while a lot of people at my work in their small close knit whatsapp groups would talk about uh, you know them knowing me if they sort of end up getting my comics on one of their uh, let's say forwards uh, 
actively as an org we've uh, not promoted it in any of the companies uh, we've worked at uh, to some extent in the previous one within the org yes but uh, so far uh, thankfully uh, i think the orgs have not leveraged it for their pr a while back you mentioned that 3 4 year back 3 4 year backs when you started this channel it was a very small channel and i can't help but wonder Uh, I'm not sure what your thought on this. I can't help but wonder कि यार अगर social media media नहीं होता, then it would be a whole whole different ball game. Uh, I'll tell you what my experience has been because uh, this podcast is a very is very new to me, and there are two main reasons why this podcast is still thriving. I will not say thriving, but uh, there are two main reasons why this why I'm still continuing this podcast. One is the place of study. Like one is my place of study where I went to school and college. Uh, that has a major impact on this i have a lot of contacts from there and second is the social media like i have far more reach than i could ever have imagined so i can't help but wonder with you it might be the same scenario ki social media nahi hota to kya hota web comic aur wo kya hota corporate comics ka no you're uh, absolutely right i definitely uh, am a big fan of instagram as a platform uh i do think of course you know while we uh, you know i always keep cribbing about the algorithm changing and sometimes it favoring a certain type of content or a certain format over the other and you know becoming maybe less friendly for uh, i don't know illustrators and say photographers and a certain type of creators uh, despite all that i definitely think i owe all of it to the presence of social media and instagram specifically as a platform uh when i started uh i wasn't even thinking of uh making comics for social media right i just was looking for a way to pursue my art and uh you know uh when you're a working professional uh the rest of the setup when you sort of do typical you know acrylic and oil paintings on canvas uh i started uh doing some of that during my work uh i mean, I mean during the time when i was working uh at a startup about what 5 6 years ago but uh, it was very difficult to uh, pursue with uh, the kind of schedules i had plus that's a very elaborate setup right you need to go purchase a specific setup you need to earmark time for it you have to be in that space with you know pure unadulterated attention to be given to that uh, this was just a way for me to be able to pursue the art where i have the device handy i purchased you know an ipad pro a pencil and uh you know i could just take it out sketch whenever that's that's how that started but uh when i started first putting comics it wasn't even corporate comics it was some general comics the first in fact maybe 10 15 comics were you know general observations right. on life uh, more fun relatable scene sort of kind of a uh, humor but uh, not at all about corporate life but the first corporate comic i put out or the first sort of even image i put out uh, you know what kept me sort of then making a lot more of corporate comics was actually people's reaction which i would have never gotten that instantaneously if it were not for instagram right so to be able to gauge the kind of content people are liking get that instant feedback uh therefore encourages you to do a lot more of that so i think right from the start uh, of corporate comics to even uh, you know it continuing and keeping me going like you were mentioning in your case as well right uh i uh earlier was very sporadic with my uh posting i would make a comic whenever i felt like i would put it whenever i felt like which meant some weeks when i was free i would put out i don't know three four comics some weeks when i was really busy i would not put out a single one right but once the page grew to a certain level uh 
you know and because the communication with the followers is just so seamless right you just a message and i make it a point to reply to all of them uh you figure that people are actually waiting for your comic and that puts a certain sense of uh responsibility uh and therefore i think just people wanting to see your comics asking for it uh also kept me doing this in fact for the last year year and a half since uh the page has grown to a certain level uh that also has put that sense of responsibility to be put out at least three pieces of content every week because if i don't then they ask for it and uh any other place you would have never gotten that instant feedback that ask right. and that uh you know sense of i wouldn't say responsibility but that sense of excitement about somebody waiting for your uh comic so yeah i mean i think uh, right from the inception in the first comic to uh you know it continuing for so long to now a certain regularity of it i think i owe uh, all of it to social media's existence but that also comes with a lot of uh, pressure do you ever do you ever feel burned out by this oh yeah all the time all the time so, so uh, how how do you deal with that yeah see uh, to start with i mean of course does it uh, create pressure absolutely in fact a lot of it right uh, when you know that if you don't post for a week uh the algorithm is not going to favor you in fact you're going to you know see a decline in your engagement and then it will take you a while to recover uh that alone puts a certain pressure right if you know that people are waiting for a comic on a monday morning uh but you had a busy week and you you know had a few chores to finish over the weekend and therefore you uh you know were not able to make the comic over the weekend for posting on early monday morning that puts a certain amount of pressure so so i definitely think there is a certain pressure which is more to do with uh being able to post at a certain consistency uh while maintaining uh you know a day job which is your core source of income and it's not just your day job you have to also take out time for your family as well yes absolutely so i think the pressure is more that which is your day job you know you will end up having to spend the time you have to at your day job right there are goals you have to meet there are tasks you have to do uh, there's absolutely no compromise on that so the time which you have to take out for this ends up coming out of time which you would have otherwise spent just relaxing chilling binging on netflix more importantly time which you spend with your family right so uh, that is sort of a certain compromise which you eventually have to make but the good thing is uh, so far uh, i don't think i've felt burned out yet and that's because like you were saying right a lot of creators think that when they take a break they're sort of taking a break of this almost like they're taking a career break right for me since this is not a career right and since i don't look at it as uh, you know my main source of livelihood right in fact uh, i'm okay if it doesn't make me any money uh, and i'm not dependent on it that i think eases off that pressure as well so uh, somewhere uh, i don't think it's ever led to a burnout uh, i do think that uh, uh, you know another very strong belief i have is uh, while you cannot turn creativity on like a faucet and you know a uh, sort of creative at will uh, i do think that uh, the only way to sort of uh, still keep creating and posting is to be at it so there are times i might be just staring at my you know uh, ipad screen or my phone screen just in search of an idea and you know there are times it's just flooding in my mind there are times it comes in hard but uh, i just uh, uh, you know force myself to sit with my device to sort of think right create right and discipline discipline is key oh yeah yeah i mean uh, i i wouldn't call myself very disciplined about it but i would say at least uh, uh 
I, I don't know what the right term for that is, but let's say uh, at least uh, even if I have to force myself to create, I sometimes do that. Yeah, I believe that ki moti like motivation means nothing. Uh, I I have said it multiple times to a lot of people. My motivation means nothing. Aaj motivation hai. Aap kote ke kal nahi hoga to kya karoge? So have to push yourself. You have to be present. I think uh, there's a writer called Jeffrey Archer. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah. uh whatever i think about his writing uh there's one thing i really like about him is that he's very disciplined disciplined in the sense ki he wake up every morning at 5 he make out time ki yaar mujhe 5 se 6 ya 5 se 7 likhna hi hai whether i write a single good word or not that's a different story but i will make out time so uh, i think uh, you are essentially more or less trying to say the same thing in yeah, that regard yeah absolutely i mean of course I wouldn't call myself as I said as disciplined as Jeffrey Archer would, right? I mean, he too ended up writing a book, sitting in prison as well, uh, <laughs> right? Right. But uh, I think uh, in my case, uh, the other bit which you mentioned, which is that uh, if I have to write three comics, I have to write. There may be times where uh, you know. In fact, earlier I used to force myself to have a certain quality and a standard, and therefore, if I don't like something, I would create and not post, right? uh now i just force myself to create and there are comics i like uh you know let's say on a scale of 1 to 10 at 10 in the comics i like maybe at an 8 but uh, you know unlike earlier where i would possibly not think of even posting an 8 i right now do and quite often by the way uh, surprisingly so uh those comics which i'm personally not the happiest about even though i have forced myself to create it on that day end up doing the best does it break your heart then uh when a comic which i'm not the biggest fan of does well yeah no that doesn't actually uh but the opposite does so when a comic with love uh and that happens uh sometimes and in fact actually i would say that happens quite often that some of my favorite comics which i think are like you know really smart very intelligent great pun uh you know very happy with the way it's turned out uh when they don't end up doing well uh that does break my heart and uh you know uh sometimes uh earlier i used to sort of have a little bit of a self doubt with that saying i mean is it the comic is it the audience was there something which they didn't get was it too intelligent was it too dumb i don't know all, all of those thoughts right but lately i've realized there uh is a lot more which go- goes beyond just the content uh and it in right. people right there is an algorithm there are hashtag you know <laughs> right. uh then there is uh the format i mean a video or a reel is preferred over a static so sometimes uh, i think those things end up playing a lot as well so uh, yeah i think i've increasingly uh, tried to stop judging every single comic i put out and be a little more eased out about it uh, and not sort of get into a zone of uh, self doubt have you ever thought about quitting your job and doing this uh, web comic thing full time Uh, the reason i'm asking this because a lot of influencer right now in the current scenario they berate 9 to 5 way too much and for no good reason yeah. and i don't i particularly agree with that like 9 to 5 is great uh, right it puts food to your table and uh, the and there's one more aspect to it that the barrier to become a rock star in the current scenario has come down way too drastically like but people don't realize ki okay you everyone can be a rockstar but not everyone can be a rockstar like a bhuvam bam or ranveer alabadia and i think that sends a wrong message to today's youngsters and many people are quitting their jobs because of this so i want to know your opinion on this see i think there's a practical way of thinking about it and there's an emotional way of thinking about it practically um, you know there was about 
time a couple of years ago uh, where i thought uh, what should be that benchmark or what should be that uh, milestone which corporate comics should cross where i should seriously consider pursuing it full time right give it like a reasonably good shot uh i very you know uh, randomly said okay if i'm making x right now in my present job the day i see corporate comics making 25% of that x in that year i should potentially you know quit my job i also have that number but it's not a relative number it's an absolute number once i start making 6 cr i'll quit my corporate job yeah see that uh, i also have that number for my corporate job which is to say if i make or if i've depo- like gotten x cr in my uh, you know bank that is the time i would retire from corporate life but i mean that's on an aside um in this one uh, i mean there was no logic of 25% the simple thought was if i am able to make 25% while i'm not pursuing it full time uh, with the attention i'm able to give it then it's very easy to get to 50% right that means that i mean hmm. if i give it time even the true potential in that year is 50% and then to get to 100% yeah it will take maybe a year so then it's not a long horizon it's a one to two year horizon for me to get to where i you know would be in my corporate job and from there on it could be an exponential curve as well uh having said that um over the last couple of years since i set myself that goal right I've realized it's a little bit of a chicken and egg because uh, you think that first of all your corporate job you will get a certain rate of growth every year. Of course, bad year to talk about it, but you know uh, in a regular year yeah. you would always be growing. You know in a certain number of years you would potentially change your jobs, you would potentially get promoted, you would obviously get a certain hike, and then you know there's a certain very steady pace of growth you will get there. Uh, this one, the more you grow there, it'll take out more time from this and therefore you will have lesser time to pursue your passion or your interest and therefore while you may think that you know this should match up to that 25% that's an ever growing number this is a number which is constrained by the time you're right now able to give it competitions increasing and therefore you know if you have to set that benchmark it cannot be a relative benchmark so uh increasingly right. uh, i am asking myself that question uh you know what is that right time where i feel secure in my bank balance to be able to give it a serious shot so now i've changed it to saying what is a kitty which will afford me a certain lifestyle while if i'm able to do it and even if i don't make money off it for say a couple of years you know would it give me let's say you know more joy and give give this a serious shot so i'm increasingly thinking that uh, i don't think i'm there yet i don't know if i'll be there in a year i hope i'll be there in a couple of years but that's just like as i said it's it's a thought which is increasingly occurring to me because i've seen the rise of social media all the more in the last few uh, years right it's a good thing and a bad thing because that's also that much competition so uh, you know our 200k followers could be an advantage a year ago but 200k followers mm, now yeah so if everyone almost has this exactly thing. and they are doing it full time so all these people was at 200k started with this and therefore you know for them to get to 500k they have they're investing that time so now the question of am i gonna stay here and miss out while they get that leap because of the advantage of time is increasingly occurring to me uh, but again uh, as i said emotionally my present job pays me like extremely well and it's very difficult <laughs> to sort of break out of that uh, there was this meme company, right the i think the biggest addiction is salary uh, the yeah. monthly paycheck is absolutely the biggest addiction so right yeah it's it's easier said than done but uh, in social media it's more of it's more of like become a quantity game over quality 
like you mentioned a while back that you have to post three uh, comics a week otherwise algorithm will kick you out the entire thing so i think it has become a more of a quantity game or quality uh what would you say to people who are looking to go content creation full time like have some bank balance first and go here because i have sandeep jain on the podcast he is the writer of tub shows like tubber and kota factory so he told me this one thing he said he was in a well paid job he did that job 2 years he saved whatever he could save and with that when when once we had that particular amount of money only then he went into the film industry to act and to write movies right so that is i believe is the way to go about it but what is your opinion on that what what would you like to tell to people who want to go content creation full time i think i've seen the answer change um uh... you know significantly uh, if you go generation wise right uh, um, so let me break it down right the uh, somebody who's possibly at a 35 is not brought up with technology right our first mobile phones which we got in our lives were what class 10 11 12 right and uh, yeah. uh, you know maybe even later right and hence uh, the idea of a 9 to 5 is so ingrained that we want a certain cushion so i think uh, somebody who is maybe a 30 35 would always think about what is that cushion which i should get before i quit right uh, so i think uh, uh, i don't think i can give a straight answer because then somebody who's at 20 25 or brought up with this technology who've seen creator economy as a legitimate career option or a vocation uh, they don't even consider uh, you know doing a 9 to 5 quite often they uh, just take that leap of faith say that okay i'll create content uh, try it for a couple of years if it doesn't work sure i'll find something else because there will be something else but mm. right? so uh, i don't want to give a one size fit all approach uh, because it won't um, be fair but i would say personally i like a certain cushion because again uh, i've been brought up a certain i'm used to sort of having a certain lifestyle um, and uh, that question can change by people right uh, one could uh, you know live a lifestyle with x lakhs and 10x lakhs uh, as well right so uh, i would say uh, if you're used to that question uh, try it for a first time uh, i mean try it for a couple of years see we couple of years maybe too long so maybe try it for a year even if you see a certain response where you're able to find a little bit of a niche or a, you know a little bit of a rhythm then uh, jump on to it uh but if let's say somebody is coming fresh off college i'm sure they'd be laughing at my answer to say what question you know uh i uh, like you uh you know uh corporate slave with a 9 to 5 should not tell us right what we should be doing uh you know you may be doing a 9 to 5 but what gives us joy is this even though you may be earning i don't know one tenth of what we would have. so essentially treat it like a upsc ka preparation try it for a few years if it works it works it, if it doesn't then it doesn't yeah. i mean at least people who've been used to working at to them i just tell them to uh, put out and the first uh, say 50 pieces of content right because uh, uh, it's very easy to put out five pieces of content uh, right uh, but when you get to a 50 you do not just learn a lot about the kind of content which works or even whether it will find a certain resonance or not but you also learn a lot about yourself right uh, quite often you may realize that after a five or 10 pieces of content uh, maybe you cannot take the pressure of sustaining 
uh, if you're not getting great results and which happens quite often. So um, it's then in that scenario, extremely foolish to have quit and then realize, oh, you know, uh, I cannot take this pressure. So I'd say if there are 50 pieces of content, if you're able to put out, uh, even if you're able to find a certain degree of, uh, you know, likeness by people, uh, yeah, I mean, then I think that's a good benchmark Then you can sustain. I've heard that number change over time as well. I've heard, like, I have heard it go down from 200 to 100 and now we are at 50. Yeah, I, you know, you're right. I, see, I, in fact, for me, the way I have at least imagined it, for me, that number has increased over time. Because uh, I used to think, you know, maybe 10 or 20 is a good benchmark, right? Uh, but is that a good enough benchmark for you to quit and do this full time? Not sure anymore. I think 50 because I've seen uh, with the advent of reels, right? Um, I, I've seen content does go viral and people have gone viral with their first or the fifth or the tenth piece of content as well, right? So uh, if let's say they do find that kind of a resonance, then why not? You you talked about one thing that for you, that number has continuously increased. I think that's human nature. Ki once we attain a certain goal, we constantly keep on thinking what next. Yeah, yeah. Ki yaar, mere das, like, mere, I have posted 10 comics or I have 200k followers then what next then your benchmark keeps on changing because of, that's just that's just human nature yeah no that's true absolutely uh I think uh I last week after a while just saw that I've put out what 720 odd pieces of uh content and honestly uh that's a number which obviously is very visible on your profile right but uh, you don't, uh, somehow that's a blind spot for me. I never paid attention to that. And when I saw that, I wondered man, how, like, I reached 700 plus pieces of content. And, you know, I, I never thought I could do that. It's a very humbling experience. Exactly. It's, it's extremely humbling. And uh, when I uh, saw that, I realized maybe when you're sort of at it, you don't, you don't count after a while, uh, right? You don't count that if I'm X pieces of content, I should get why followers by uh, that time however uh, having said that followers is a ever uh, shifting milestone right uh, right and uh, you know because let's say a couple of years ago uh, if you're a 50k 100k influencer then there'd be few of you right now uh, you know there are enough 500k million influencers right? there's a certain uh, so I think with creator economy growing itself uh, and with you, of course, you know, ever yearning for that next milestone, uh, it always keeps increasing. But I have at least felt that it's become uh, a little harder for uh, comic creators uh, or anybody who's putting out a static piece of content to uh, really gain followers that fast. There is a certain prioritization I've seen uh, by the algorithm towards reels. In fact, in a way, sometimes I feel pressured and forced to create reels or video content because uh that's what seems to be you know shown to newer followers uh i've in fact lately seen that uh the static content uh does or you know typical feed posts uh get shown a lot more to the present followers um so they get me you know the highest engagement still but uh a video real content actually ends up getting you um you know, shown to more yeah, people, yeah. a lot more new followers like new people who are not your followers non-followers mm. see there's one uh, thing about human nature one of the things about human nature is that whenever there is a con there's content uh, there is also plagiarism associated with it 
right so have, has that ever happened to you has someone ever plagiarized your stuff and sent it back to you ki okay i made this so um a couple of times uh, in fact for some time i've not seen it but about a year year and a half ago i saw it was happening a fair bit um i think like two various two i haven't seen people really take the character of the rat and really uh, putting it out there i think there was one uh, so they take the idea yeah they that. take the idea behind it i mean there was one somebody took the rat also in fact there was one somebody actually took the uh, comics redrew them as it is and started so no effort at no all no effort at all literally copy paste but uh, i mean i would say there was effort because the final outcome wasn't as uh, pleasing to the eye <laughs> so yeah. that's uh, someone using wikipedia to write their final year, final term yeah, exactly it is yeah a good parallel so uh, you know but i think that uh, whoever that person was i think gave up after 57 posts when they realized it wasn't clear uh, there is a uh, uh, i won't even name a page but there is a page where they've taken the term copyright made their own version and made it as a meme page and uh, it's a meme page it's a meme group uh, and uh, in fact there is another one where uh, what they started doing was every single person who commented on my post and when i say there's a post which gets 100 comments they would message them one on one and they would actually tell them since you follow we saw that you commented since you follow corporate comics uh, we believe you'd like our content as well uh, one time was fine but after a while they started almost uh, you know uh, acting like imposters to say you know we are sort of an extension of that uh, and you know sort of even bugging people a lot of my followers then sent me those screenshots and then i realized that uh, i mean but yeah there's little you can do uh, the more you sort of uh, pay heed to these and the more you even talk about them it possibly gives them more uh, reach and coverage than uh, you know if you ignore them so i i think over time i've learned to ignore all of this i've seen this happen a lot with a lot of creators i've seen like whenever i'm watching a creator and i go to the comment section at least with indian creators i've seen this a lot there's one guy who has the same name as the creator who is the same description everything is same it just there will be a some underscore somewhere along the line so everything will be same and he just try to fool everyone ki okay uh, this is my another account give me money and what not so this is a scam i've seen thriving in india wow no so uh, thankfully uh, so far it's been uh, again i wouldn't even be surprised if it be happening somewhere in the corner and i don't even know about it but uh, other than these small instances which have been more uh, nuisances than really you know much of a botheration after a while uh, i don't think it's troubled me so much yet i think it also is because the kind of content i do right uh, you have to create the comic there is a certain tone of voice there is a certain appearance and therefore in that sense uh even though you may classify my content as meme content because that's how most people discover it in fact earlier it used to even bother me when people say oh, we love your memes and i had to correct them hey these are comics these are not memes but now <laughs> I, right now when i've made my peace with it i've realized that within meme content or meme like content right this takes some effort you have to illustrate you have to think you have to make a certain copy you have to you know uh, design it a certain way you have to use a certain sort of consistency in the way you use fonts and colors and themes and all of that right so um i've realized that it's also therefore difficult to copy a little uh, also uh, you know i never thought i had a certain style but then i've realized over time 
style gets built right where people see the same uh, way of everything down to even the thickness of a line or a certain shape right so um, i think the style has also therefore gotten built over time and a style is a little more difficult to copy content may still be easy to copy coming to the topic that you said style is very difficult to copy i've seen this trend like for the past 5 to 5 10 years that everything almost everything is going towards a minimalistic design yeah. so yeah. what happens with minimalistic design is that eventually everything and every every piece of art and everything will end up looking like same end up looking same there will be no there will be no character like uh, just to give you a classic example look at the warner brothers ka old logo and the new logo i am not sure whether you look at old old logo of warner brothers had some character had some feeling associated with it. so uh, i've seen this trend like minimalism trend going on and i think eventually like be be it a web comic or be it uh, any piece of art be it the design of a building everything is going towards a minimalistic design i think that is eventually going to hamper a creator because at the end of it there is not going to be any structure any character in their art so uh, i mean i have a slightly divergent point of view on that uh, see i actually am a big fan of minimalistic art right uh, that's not to say that i don't like elaborate art or art you know uh, i still am a big fan of let's say the impressionist era which you know relied on certain very elaborate strokes and you know a certain feeling would you know be conveyed and so on and so forth uh, and you know i still love a lot of renaissance art which is even more yeah. intricate right but uh, i've seen that you know with minimalism possibly starting in 50s 60s 70s uh, it was getting a little complex with everything right and uh, that's also because uh, people were trying to separate the core of the art from you know what is potentially unnecessary right and now what ended up happening in maybe you know uh, 90s 2000s when you know there were tools like photoshop people could just do a lot more if you could add so much uh, i mean 3d design came in instead of that's a very 2d looking uh, comic etc i still am a big fan of those uh, very retro looking comics for example right which just in fact for me uh, uh, if i could i would totally do all comics in black and white it's just that corporate comics has a certain appeal and you know people like it in a certain way and therefore i do color but uh, i still love you know very black and white very sort of dark shadow uh, you know like xkcd absolutely absolutely like xkcd uh, xkcd is of course a little more simplified um, yeah. yeah but let's say uh, like a watchman noir or you know like house or you know those those like a persepolis actually a very good example so uh, over the years i'm actually in a way happy that you know people are realizing that you know all of these design tools all of these softwares it can be very easy to create you know something which is elaborate but you know when you sort of bring in the human part of it and you just focus on what is essential to that art you know you are gradually moving therefore to that minimalism of it uh so for me also i, I love very uh, elaborate doodles and illustrations too but for corporate the many times i've thought you know whether i should make it a little more elaborate right whether i should for example put a background quite often i don't right i just put the art in a certain expression hmm. with a certain copy right right but i've realized that even if i do it it will be first it will be a little bit of a wasted effort and two uh, uh, you know 
because just that emotion and that copy lands that message and that's what in a way that's also the curse of social media uh, you know that's what people consume quickly and they just want to consume quantity it. over quality absolutely so uh, i think that's one reason why i've sort of kept it very minimalistic and two i actually like the art to be a certain way as well that if you're able to focus on the core and actually call out the unnecessary uh, then why not so uh, it's more that thought i actually think with ai coming in i'm a little worried that it'll move away yeah. from minimalism again right because to be able to create a very elaborate scenery in a certain style now is just a prompt away so i just wonder if people will start bringing a lot of those in and we'll start seeing uh, too much clutter in you know the non minimalistic uh, way i think uh, this ai image journey and dali or see even google is coming up with some variant now uh, i think they will do a greater job in fishing out all the mediocre artists in the sense ki if you are mediocre you have to up your game otherwise ai is going definitely going to replace you yeah no i agree uh, i actually see uh, i always uh, you know uh, i mean i i love technology i love sort of staying uh, true to and staying abreast of whatever is happening right so uh, while on one side i'm a little worried about you know ai created art uh, i uh, because that sort of create cuts that humanity out of it for me uh, i also do know that you know they are eventually tools at your disposal uh, right so uh, to give you an example uh, the software i use it's very easy for me to draw a straight line or a very like a perfectly round circle i mean those are tools available you can literally do it at a click but i ensure that even if there is a box i have to draw i don't draw a straight line like i hand draw it i don't use that tool to do it because for me there is a certain charm in that line being hand drawn a certain way right uh, i do feel that after i mean people may not notice it in one comic people may not notice it in five comics but over time eventually yeah over time yeah. the you know there is something which is beautiful about that randomness of a you know human effort rather than you know the preciseness of let's say something which a tool can do so i do think that uh, you know it may come in it may sort of bedazzle people on what all it can do but that humanity of it uh, you know will still sustain so eventually i agree i mean a uh, somebody who is doing it purely for the sake of it uh, which i believe would you know for me stand for mediocrity that all would sort of get culled out i hope and i also do think that eventually a good human thought through effort will stand out rather than some which a machine created uh, weirdly the thing you mentioned about drawing lines weirdly that's one of the things that most of the design schools teach their student ki you have to be able to draw a straight line or a or a or a perfect circle without using any instrument just with your hands yeah, so again as i said uh, it's also a style thing uh, to some extent right uh, as i said uh, like what separates in my mind a comic from an illustration is also that right an illustration is supposed to be nearly perfect and therefore you expect it to be software created uh, right but a comic for me is still a very hand drawn thing right as i said i'm still a big fan of those 80s 90s comics right and then they didn't have software they you know there'd be a certain journey of creating a comic there'd be somebody who would 
think of the idea you know that be somebody who would sort of sketch it and somebody who would ink it and then that somebody who would letter it now all of that is literally a process crunched into one person doing it in an hour on a device right so for me uh, you know the small ways in which you can keep that uh, look and feel alive because that's what i'm a big fan of is by these small nuances like you know drawing a line or or keeping the circle not so perfect just so that you know it's sort of reminiscent of those i used to be like you like a couple of years back uh, when i first discovered minimalism i was a huge fan of minimalistic art because that was the way it was presented to me ki minimalist minimalism is the next be- is the next big thing it it is going to rule over postmodernism and everything like and it was presented to me in such a glamorous way that i really enjoyed that but then after a while i started thinking about it i saw a lot of people talking about it ki how minimalism is uh, destroying creativity in a sense and now now of a different opinion ki yes minimalism do tend to have an effect like आजकल आप देखोगे पार्क में बेंच भी लगता है तो नीचे तीन स्टील के पाटे होते हैं ऊपर तीन स्टील के रॉड्स होते हैं यूटिलिटेरियन वे ऑफ डिजाइनिंग राइट एंड यू नो इन माई प्रीवियस ऑर्गेनाइजेशन दे यूज टू design and they still i think design their offices globally with that philosophy so what they would do is they would actually not even cover the ceiling so you would see the ac vents and mm. i mean that's a certain school of uh, architectural design as well and for me there is a certain beauty in that too um, again uh, i would say with minimalism also it depends on where you draw the line somewhere right i mean uh, not everything can be called art and you know the problem is that it's it's always very subjective on uh, you know whether somebody likes it or not but uh, i've seen that it especially like when the whole contemporary art journey started not so much in the last time not 10 20 years because i've seen a lot of trash as well but uh, i don't know 70s 80s 90s you know those times when uh, you know art started evolving to you know let's say very simple colors uh, you know something like a uh Jackson Pollock of just throwing color Matrot ko you know uh, all of those uh, i i still appreciate some of those because uh there is something that makes you feel and there's something which that conveys of course there's enough joke and meme about how you know uh like that's just a set of you know uh, i don't know lines on a canvas or paint thrown on a canvas but uh i do think that that that's something which is still enjoy as a audience or as a viewer uh however again i've seen a lot of people take it too far as well uh, so uh, just random haphazard lines on a piece of paper or you know just uh five line verses about some emotional crap is not art so uh, i think uh, but yeah again i as, as i said because it's so subjective i, I don't want to be the judge of that right if somebody likes i don't know rupi course poetry then good for them uh, i mean i hate it but i i i judge those kind of person the peop- the kind of people who like rupi course poem or who like uh, ravindra singh or uh, durjay datta I, i generally don't like those people see that's what uh, you right see uh, i do think that 
uh, we all build our social circles in a certain way, right? And I do think some days choices or preferences determine who we are to our friends with. Uh, so yeah, I mean, honestly, if you ask me, uh, any of my friends I know from any of my uh, let's say I don't know colleges, workplaces, etc. Uh, I don't know anybody who in in any of my close circles who would love say Arubi course poetry. uh right mm-hmm. but the fact is that those people exist and they have their own circle and they have their own friends am i going to be friends right. with them maybe not uh, mostly not mm-hmm. but uh, definitely not yeah absolutely <laughs> but good for them ha huh. uh what is your life philosophy uh, the i i'll tell you why i'm asking you this question because you talked a lot about your friend circle and how based on your circle you are associated with a particular mindset or a particular philosophy a couple of year back i was sitting in a cafe my cafe mein baitha hota and one friend of mine came back from behind we started talking we talked about a lot of things and out of out of blue out of the blue he asked me this simple question ki yaar what is your life ka philosophy kya i said i thought about it a while and i said ki yaar i want to be happy that that's my simple philosophy right and he he thought about it for a while and he said yeah ye philosophy nahi hota like it has to it has to have some meaning and even can be happy but your philosophy has to have me after that i thought ki yaar what is wrong in deciding what is wrong in thinking that you can be happy so i'm coming from that perspective as well ki what 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 is your philosophy in life hmm. see uh like of course there are many things which i believe could classify as my life philosophy but there's it's one thing which i uh stand for or which i really uh you know uh, think i want to do in life and which sort of determines the way i do everything which possibly could be therefore referred to as life philosophy is you know a constant state of learning i actually you know just love to learn so for me i think I, I, and i also taken years to be able to be so clear about it uh, right because uh, i mean while of course you see banard there are a lot of things i uh, like doing right i like to do a lot of music i play a few instruments i you know like to read i like to travel right uh, but what i was trying to find was what is that one core thing which is governing this and that and this and that right therefore even the careers i've chosen right and the kind of jobs i've taken and so on and so forth I realized that the one constant thing was this perpetual state of wanting to learn. So I would say, uh, for me, that one philosophy is just learning till you know, till I exist. So uh, therefore, you know, that will pretty much determine what I do on my art, what I do in any other field, what I do at my work, what uh, you know, I do in my free time, which is you know, just to learn about something, read online, offline, on a book. to travel to places countries i've never been to so i think that's one thing which governs me which i believe that uh, that uh, when i stop doing that is when i stop existing so yeah that could be there are two ways to look about it like uh, other than the fact ki a lot of people are in the current i i see people around me who don't want to learn like unko jitna pata hai they want they are happy with that they are happy with the amount of knowledge they are like yeah. and it's not even their circle of competence as well whatever they know they know they are happy with that uh, there's another way to look around look about it is that ki uh, it knowledge in present world has a diminishing return diminishing return in the sense that everyone and everything is available online, online yeah. and now we have chat gpt as well so you don't have to 
be a subject matter expert like someone else will do the research yeah. for you in in minuscule amount of time and be and present it to you so i think there's that's the other way to look at it ki why do we need to be constantly learning when everything is readily available for us very interesting no i mean uh, interesting school of thought for me uh, i would say it's also uh, about what learning gives to me or what learning does to me right uh, for somebody who believes that why learn right uh, may derive joy from you know not doing anything and being able to just sit and chill right uh, and uh, maybe that is what sort of uh, gives them the maximum joy or pleasure or happiness right for me uh, the way i look at it is uh, exactly the opposite of what you said that uh, there is infinite knowledge in the world right right there are, you will never be able to go to uh, all the countries in the world i mean maybe you will uh, somebody can but you'll never be able to go to all the places in the world right you will never be able to uh, uh, learn everything there is therefore about anything and hence that excites me because uh, you know there is always that something and i mean plus not new knowledge is getting created right uh, ai was you know dormant a few years ago now it's a new field itself right and hence uh, the fact that even learning is evolving uh, just helps me sort of uh feel a lot more energized and alive i just feel that you know if i learn something new i become a a better wiser human being which gives me that joy so therefore for me just that awareness that i've learned something gives me joy versus somebody who's happy with knowing that they've not i i totally agree with your thought on this but i have seen like uh, yahoo and I, i i don't know if you recall the yahoo answers used to be a thing and Cora like build on that like they had very noble ideologies behind them ki uh, with jahu answer or even with cora people will share knowledge with each other and everything but over the time that has degraded a lot i uh, i have not seen cora in the couple of months and the last time i checked it was full of memes and everything mm. it was not a knowledge sharing place it was it has become it had become a meme sharing place for me so i i under, even though i understand from what Uh, what you are trying to say here but society as a whole i don't think they believe in that whole ideology yeah i mean that's the irony of it right because uh, i think uh, i feel that that ends up leading to really misinformed or unaware people uh, yeah you know running the way or uh, uh, you know determining the way the world works so for me uh, the opposite uh, makes me feel that if let's say more people knew a little more about everything maybe they'd be wiser in you know driving humanity i i just feel that uh everything from i don't know politics or governance or uh let's say just people standing for a certain philosophy or you know even religion for that matter uh, uh, mm. uh you know are so staunch about some things because they possibly never made the effort to learn about the other side uh so right mm, uh, i don't think the issue is in the existence of knowledge at a fingertip i think the issue is in the intent itself right so for example if there is somebody who's very staunch about a certain belief it doesn't take that person a lot to learn about the other belief but the fact that they don't want to is what makes uh you know uh 
the world a not so happy place so i definitely feel that more learning makes uh you know a better world bringing back the topic home again uh you also said the same thing a while back ki it was hard for you to change people mind ki what you do is a web comic and not a meme yeah so that uh, relates to the whole thing uh, other than creating a web creating web comics you also have a published book which i think uh, is the best web comic of the year 2020 uh, no i mean that it's not a book it just uh, copper comics the social handle itself uh, won the web cam yeah it uh, comic con actually does these awards uh, I, i'm getting what they exactly call them the comic con awards but they call it the pop culture awards i think uh, so yeah i think the last one happened just uh in the year of covid in fact they couldn't even do the physical ceremony because of covid uh so yeah that is when corporate comics um, you know uh, in fact uh, it won a silver uh that year because uh, the gold was won by another of my um, uh, favorite creators which is uh, garbage bin uh comics i ha- i have no idea whether silver or gold is a good thing or not <laughs> uh, in my mind there could be a category category called platinum as well no no so gold silver i think uh, they only are two uh so yeah but uh, as i said for me uh, and at that time corporate comics was uh if i remember correctly at about 50k odd followers or was just touching 50k followers so for me i think that was also one of those uh the recognitions of the effort right and hence the fact that you know what you're doing uh, is being liked and admired by somebody to even push you to do more of it so i think uh, i'm not i mean of course i i do think everybody loves awards uh, even if they say they don't that's human nature that's human nature everyone wants to be appreciated for their absolutely i mean i certainly love recognitions and awards right and uh, uh but even aside from that specific recognition right uh, the idea that uh, a certain set of people like it enough to sort of uh, put it on a pedestal uh you know makes you feel that uh, there is a lot more which you can do uh, in that so for me other than the joy of getting the award uh, it was also a joy of getting recognized it was also the idea of uh, you know people wanting more of it which kept me going I think on that note Shubham we should wind this up I've taken enough of your time sure. no worries uh before we wind up I just want to t- touch base on a on one single topic I know the answer to this but I want to take your opinion on this art as a medium to bring about change uh is a very powerful thing when it comes to bring about change in the societal yeah. sense right there are yeah uh, and it has happened in the past right uh, that whole french revolution came out because of something similar to yeah. that uh oh, but for corporate it's a whole different story because society is defined by the people in it but corporate is very money driven so yeah. uh, do you think that in some way your art your takes on corporate culture can bring about some semblance of a change yeah i mean a uh, great question yeah and i it's a question i think about very often to be honest uh so uh if you ask me can it bring about some change i would definitely say yes uh when i was asked this question long long ago by somebody right and that time corporate comics was very small uh i told them i mean i just do it for the fun of it i don't really think one comic creator doing something at one uh you know certain scale will really lead to anything because people uh, you know culture is a is much larger than one creator really uh talking about it in a certain way but i do think i have a very different point of view uh now 
uh, right now when a i am at a certain scale uh, and two i have also seen uh, you know small semblances of change already right so for example if let's say uh, you know you make a comic about uh, a behavior which you don't think is uh, really uh, acceptable right uh, you may not talk yeah uh, verging on toxicity uh, you may not see it immediately but you definitely see that if somebody's seen it and laughed about it tomorrow when they are going to do something similar they're going to think a hundred times right um, uh, so uh, i do think that even just the reach of uh, the content and people being able to laugh about it uh, you know gradually brings in that little bit of a change to i also have been uh, meaning to uh, figure out how i can consciously also touch upon things which can actively bring some change right uh, this is an idea i've been flirting with for a while uh, i would hopefully launch it soon uh, it's been in my mind for over a year where i thought that every uh, certain frequency so every once in a fortnight um, i would uh, talk about something in the same tonality but uh, you know with a little more information and actually tell answers to how to deal with it so for example uh, you know let's say uh, 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 you know uh, discrimination at workplace right uh, since i have a certain reach i have been wondering if i should just float a normal survey on my stories get a certain response read a little about it find out ways on how to deal with it and just make a conscious post about it and right and there are hundreds of such topics right there are uh, you know many things you can talk about the stress at work this you know uh, glass ceiling for women and so on and so forth right so there's this so much uh, that uh, uh, and again uh, because i know that people come to the page for a certain content they do sort of face those issues so uh, hopefully i will also start doing a little more of that consciously because now i also feel that sense of responsibility to say i mean great you put out good content people relate to it they share it uh, they laugh about it but now what so this now what has been sort of nudging me to think in this direction and i do think that that will be a little more active way of bringing that change uh, there's another thought which i've had but uh, i have also shied away from that which is to create a uh, community of uh, corporates uh, right i mean technically a community in a way exists because there are those followers and they sort of that right. will reach out the right but uh, you know uh, actually maybe creating for example a group where if let's say you're facing a certain issue at work and there is the wisdom of hundreds of thousands of people which exists you know you asking your question and 10 people sort of coming in and trying to help you or just suggest what they would have done in their situation right uh, not maybe the theme of corporate comics but you know still uh, uh, you know something which is equally relevant and i do uh, and this this all stems from the fact that other than people messaging me or commenting about how they love the comics uh once in a while uh, in fact relatively often i get pings about hey i am dealing with this at my workplace uh, you know i know you like not the expert but can you tell me what i should do in this situation right people reach out to you yeah people reach out and they uh, they want to know and the fact is they're reaching out to a comic creator because you know either they believe that i'm the expert which i'm not but uh, you know they, they definitely are at a place where they just don't know better right so like because there's no other forum for them to reach out and ask that question they have associated certain amount of respect and power to you absolutely 
and therefore that brings in that responsibility of i may not be the best person to answer it i may have a point of view but uh, you know maybe five people have faced this before and maybe they may be in a better place to answer it so if uh, you know i can just build that community to connect these people to each other uh, then that that solves a lot of it right so that's another thought which has been uh, flirting in my mind the only um, issue is as i said uh, like always time so you know the intention of thinking about it full time whenever is also to sort of be able to uh, not just maybe post more regularly not just take let's say the frequency from 3 to 5 or whatever the algorithm supports at that time but uh, also to be able to do some of these other things which add more value beyond just you know great uh, laughable content i think that was a good note to end this podcast anything you want to plug other than following <laughs> your web comics Yeah, yeah, I mean, I'd say that's the only plug I would make even now. Uh, you know, whether you're at five k or ten k or fifty k or two hundred k, I've realized that uh, you know you always want more. But not just that; uh, it's not any easier growing from a two hundred k onwards as it is from fifty k today. So, uh, you know, if you love the content already, and I know a lot of people share it in their WhatsApp groups, please nudge your uh, you know colleagues in office to follow me as well. Uh, it will really help. fight the algorithm <laughs> i think every 3 out of 5 people know about your content yeah unfortunately they don't follow it so uh, that's the thing you know very often every year i attend comic con uh, there are so many people who come and say oh i've seen your content you know my friend shared it with me it was in our office whatsapp group and then i tell them do you know of corporate comics on instagram they're like oh what is it again uh, how do you spell it because the rat is familiar they definitely recognize and you know they they familiar with having seen the content they even recall pieces of content but uh, they never end up sort of even knowing that it's a page on instagram so yeah still a long way to go yeah uh can you ask people to like share and subscribe to the bohemian project and we'll wind this whole thing up and i had a great uh, time chatting so i would love uh, you know for all the people who are watching to uh, follow the bohemian project uh, i definitely think Uh, our chat was very interesting, and I've seen a couple of other pieces of your content which I found equally interesting as well. And I'm sure there is more coming. So uh, please show some love, guys. <laughs> Thank you, Shubham. Thank you, guys. Bye.